0: good morning fantasy football or whatever time it is it doesn't really matter because you're here and that's what's important and we're gonna win you fantasy football leagues i'm your host robert Iams, and i am the keeper king in the studio i got two guests today as always jay gooney what's up jay what's going on man and our special guest you guys have heard about him the goat
1: uh, what's up, Jay Goonie? What's
0: up, Keeper King? What's going on, man? Where are we going? All Dave? right.
2: Okay, again. Here we go. We've been having some technical difficulties, and uh, take so take five. <laughs> Got to, we had <laughs> this like take five, yeah, it's take, <laughs> take whatever. So we're gonna start off with some news, and right now some of the big news coming around is the supplemental draft. And I don't know if we want to take too much time on this, but I'm just gonna drop it down real quick. Is what the supplemental draft is is that uh, it's another draft for teams to kind of pick players. And usually how it was reserved for it was like vets trying to get back into the league that have been rather, whether they've been retired or they've been um, in the Canadian leagues or in whatever leagues. Um, What it is now, though, they're having is that the college, the the college,
0: uh, damn it, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dude, <laughs> oh, just man.
1: keep going, man. God, just, uh,
2: ah! All right, I'm just gonna. I just got it wrong, man. Just let's keep. Well, we lost the goat, everybody. He'll be back. We're gonna keep trying to get him back. Um, what the supplemental draft's gonna do is what we're focusing on is uh, if the college doesn't have college football, a lot of a lot of kids that were gonna go into the. Uh, to wait to go in NFL their senior senior yeah. year um, might be able to go now instead of waiting until the senior year like ETN prime example so that's a big shake up so for any leagues out there that are already thinking about drafting rookies right now do not draft rookies don't, don't do the draft I, I'm telling all the league owners the uh, I mean the league commissioner don't start the draft the, the rookie draft I mean, do the vet draft if you're fresh and new, but man, and it, you know, cause there's going to be a lot of players. It's going to be a big mess. I don't know how the things are going to go, but there's a format the NFL is going to use. And I'm just going to, I'm going to ramble through it real quick for some of you that don't even know how the NFL is going to work um, is that teams uh, will be divided into three groups. And uh, these three groups are based upon how they did in the season. So bad teams will be with bad teams. The better teams will be with the good teams. Yada, yada, yada. And then, uh, so each game, like you said, it's all bro- broken down like that. Now, um, now how it's going to work is uh, a lottery determines the draft order within each group. And then teams with worst records have a greater chance of drawing a higher number. So um, it's going to be, you know, so basically the bottom, let's say the bottom six teams um, that necessarily doesn't mean that the Bengals are going to go first. It's going to be, they're going to draft, you know, they're all going to on so this is kind of like a gets... snake
0: order, almost.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like college, like basketball. Basketball kind of does a lottery draft mm. in some ways. So it's going to be somewhat like that. So that'll determine what teams go to. And so those teams that traded up and traded to get somewhere else, they're, they're, there's not any of that. So you're just kind of stuck within where you're at. And then you've got to bet on – and then you bet on players and you can outbid other teams for players. So, it's like it's a a big mess, but it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because Um, there were
0: some wide receivers and some some running backs that were getting highly ranked that were saying, oh, these guys are going to be first, second round, possibly, you know, picks like ETN um, that decided to stay for their senior year. That could definitely shake up things with some of these other running backs. Yeah.
2: And, and I'm just curious to know what happened. What about those kids that are sophomores that are going into their junior year and want to uh, then wanted to go into the NFL? Now, what are they going to have to wait and do their senior year instead and then go to the draft? That's an interesting right? lesson. because so if you if did, they do that, they if you do that, that means what? The then NFL that's is gonna almost whole whole. Yeah, they're going to lose a whole class of draft. So there might not be anybody to draft next year because all the other kids have to go another year to uh, do their senior year. So I mean, that's it's. I think it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely something everybody should watch for. Wait, you just gotta wait because i I think by the end of May we'll know more about what's going on with the NFL and the draft, the the supplemental draft, and college players. Right. Um. And yeah, the goat keeps coming in and out, man. And I'm telling you, we we, we had the goat come on because this guy knows his stuff, and he, and he's he and he's got some good opinions, and he's got some good insights on some things. And I hope we can get him back again. But we're in the time and age of you know right now we're doing the social distancing, so we can't get together at the uh, Keeper King Studio to get to get this stuff together. Um, so we're trying to do it over line. So we're definitely.
0: We're doing the best. Running into some problems. <laughs> um, yeah, there he goes. A, there, he the best. there he is. Hey, He's hey, yo, there he is. Back. Give yo. us a quick take on the supplemental <laughs> draft before you go.
1: <laughs> supplemental draft. Yeah. 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 That definitely throws a lot. Uh, definitely a big, big, you know, thing to consider when you know when to have your draft and and you know, depending on where some of these players could go and what kind of players come out you know like you have Travis ATN uh player like Najee Harris who you know in the right place you know jumps in there to where you know they could go you know what what do you where do you draft those players you know what i mean i think right. definitely you have to consider you know when you have your draft i think you definitely at this point you definitely can't even consider drafting anytime before the supplemental draft. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: how about how about this? I mean,
1: could I mean,
0: you already kind of know where these guys are, like uh, Clyde edwards hilaire I don't see, you know, the Chiefs, you know, picking up. Say, Etn came out and was able to be drafted. I don't right. see them going out and picking him up. You know, I feel like most of these situations are shooking up, except for you know, say the Jaguars. Say, Etn was able to be out there. They didn't draft a running back. They could. You know, pick him up, and then that's a huge situation right there. Yeah, yeah, it,
2: it could be a, definitely be a big mess. So, I do, I, I do
0: encourage
2: and suggest to league commissioners wait because they're saying at least till after May before you do a rookie draft. Um, if not, your leagues might be in a little bit of trouble. Right, and uh, trying to figure out how do we do that, how do we structure the draft because. You know, they already did the setting. They already know who, what order it was. And because personally, some of these guys landed in the right situation. They might be, they might be the the best running back, best receiver, best tight end, best quarterback, whatever that got to come out instead, you know. Because um, again, like I suggested, what happens if they they let the sophomores come into the so- supplemental draft and you get Lo- Trevor Lawrence in there, you know what I mean? It could just be just a crazy explosive.
0: So uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. But all right.
2: Well, let's, let's, go, let's move on. Let's move on. All
0: right. Uh, quick piece off of uh, possibility of college not being able to play. Uh, Roger Goodell said that he, um, that we could possibly have day games, almost how it was for the playoffs, you know, 1 p.m., 4.30, p.m. game on Saturday. Uh, used on, you know, major networks. The NFL is going to kind of take over yeah. the sponsorships almost and dude, it'll be nice
2: it'll be nice to watch some west coast games man we'll be able to watch the niners probably be able to get some san francisco games to watch and maybe even be able to see some packers games when they're not having to play chicago bears or something it would be nice to get some of those other games on saturday it's gonna be i think it'd be great because
0: almost we almost get to see maybe depending on the team you know maybe once a year maybe twice right you know, so that would be. Yeah, I guess that would uh, enlarge in the yeah. fan experience. Cause I
2: because I because I'm tired of always seeing the Cowboys. on Sundays, <laughs> Man, I'm tired of the Cowboys. On Sundays,
0: right?
2: <laughs> right. That's that's the goats team. I just had to throw a little shade out there on that. That's uh, all right, though. That's all right. Yeah,
1: I think I think I think it just puts the NFL. You know, it's just the perfect. You know, really uh opportunity for them to just keep their stamp on and really a hold as just America's number one sport as, as a whole but you you know like you said and it just opens the opportunity to start seeing some of these teams that we don't get to see unless it's uh you know Sunday night football or Monday night football but you know twice a year or
2: you buy the NFL package you know for right, right. direct tv but yeah duff is going to be i mean i'm telling you right now with no ba- basketball baseball no hockey you no know, anything i'm mean, nfl they if they're able to have their season they're they're just gonna dominate oh, and yeah. bring in oh, so yeah. many new fans fantasy football itself is gonna probably even
0: well if you, if you think about more. this what about the rest of the world i mean what other sports are playing if you got the nfl you think about all these other people who are going to try and get on youtube and these websites and look and want to watch these sports too that's crazy if you think yeah <laughs> but we're yeah. getting deep there um let's yeah. uh, let's move on uh, Cam Newton supposedly uh, Ron Rivera says that it depends on the circumstances um, he said also that you know he saw enough from Hask uh-huh. I highly doubt it but the chance of man, I just
2: want you to know you are just total robot right now man didn't hear anything am so- I good now
1: You're Okay good now. Um,
0: Cam Newton did you hear that part
1: Okay. Yep, about getting... Basically, getting yeah, Haskins is... He saw enough about okay. Haskins. All right, yeah.
0: yeah. And then finally, I don't know if you guys heard this, but the Jags have legit interest in Andy Dalton. Did you hear about that one?
2: No, I did not. That's, no, I haven't said anything about that. It, that's, that's, that's Yeah, crazy. Dalton
0: requested his release from the Bengals. It's Dalton's former... Um, coach Jay Gruden is the Jaguars new OC Uh, Gardner Minshew is going to get a chance to start in 2020 but we wouldn't expect this leash to be long under um, coach Doug Marone which I don't understand why it wouldn't be long I mean Minshew already showed that he can be the man I mean he was a 6th round pick and he came out there and he played he balled out I mean it wasn't perfect but would I say he was almost about the same as Daniel Jones
1: yeah if not better yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think Minshew deserves a chance to to be given the keys to the to the team, and and to see. I think he did show enough to you know he has grit. He's got a lot of. He's just a gamer, and I think he's got a lot of uh, leadership qualities that you know the team around him can really rally around that. And I think I think to me, I think he's a player that deserves a chance to to be given the, the QB one spot and to to be able to lead the team.
0: Yeah, and they almost and they almost yeah. showed
1: that they wanted to build around him.
0: You know, bringing in a wide receiver. Um, yeah. I, they brought in a tight end. I'm pretty sure, right? They signed one. Or they just have Josh Oliver. Um, pretty sure they brought in somebody. I just can't think of his name. You mean in the, in, in no, the no, draft? No, no, no. Signed somebody. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to double really? check that real quick.
1: Uh, I can look real quick. Yeah, they brought in. Yeah, I- there I- we go.
0: Yeah. So there's, uh,
1: they're, they're okay. surrounding
0: him with weapons. So they're at least showing that they have interest in wanting right. to do something. I mean, they even, you know, trade away Nick Foles,
1: or let him. Yeah. Which is why I thought it was interesting that they that they didn't draft running back, but were shopping Fournette because I feel like Fournette is a guy that really could make his life a lot easier because he's 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 a power runner, and I think that's something that you know. In my opinion, that would be critical to to Gardner Minshew's success. Oh yeah, I, I agree with with
2: with uh, with Fournette being an every down back too. Every, every he can do all four, all three downs, goal line. I mean, Fournette takes all the pressure off of Minshew, which he did last year. He did take a lot of pressure off of Minshew, yeah. and with the uh, you know with what's there, it, this is Minshew's year to shine, man. I mean. There's no, no No foes bringing Down I think down it would be A poor choice To bring an No, Oh I, yeah I Yeah it, It's a,
1: definitely An odd odd fit I, I don't like The fit at all
2: Yeah I was I was positive He was gonna end up In New England If he goes anywhere That's where I was The thinking. thing is They don't
0: got money though yeah. So what are they gonna what are they Gonna Offer him
2: I don't know free lunches. I don't know.
0: <laughs> hey, we'll we'll pay you next week, but we want you to be the starting quarterback for us this year and try to take us to a Super Bowl. Okay.
2: All right, right. It's exactly. You got yeah. it. All right. What's uh, all right? What's that's yeah. it for
0: news? Do You want to rookies um, and finish where we left off. Right. We had talked about uh, okay Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Jonathan Taylor. Um, most of the bigger running yeah. backs. Let's, uh, let's talk about C.D. Lamb with those Cowboys. What do you
1: think, Go? I I'm, I'm think I'm a little bit in, I don't know, maybe the different thinking of him. I love the fit. I, I think that he's in the perfect spot to to honestly take hold of that offense. And if you're willing to sit on him, I think it's a perfect spot in fantasy uh, the foundation is there for. I mean, Cooper. I think after 2021, I think they move on. I, I don't think. I oh don't yeah, think I agree. He's there after that, and I, I think agree. Lamb is in prime prime position to to be the wide receiver one in an offense that honestly could be great for you know a long time. I think to, in my head, Lamb is a somebody that I'm considering definitely in the top 5 top 6 picks not that I will take him but he's definitely a guy that I'm looking at I think oh, he, come on give us your juicy insight in,
2: give us your juicy
1: insight on the draft so we
2: know where you're heading man so we know, <laughs> so we know who to who to steal before you get to him
0: yeah <laughs> I'm uh, you know I'm I, I, I think I think from days definitely a guy though, could start like I said, um, yeah. oh yeah day one he could start doing something if if yeah. anything you know he's just going to be pecking at Michael Gallup's heels.
1: Oh yeah. oh yeah. I think I think Michael Gallup and Michael Gallup's a really really talented guy and I, you know I think it was just one of those things where I mean who would have ever thought, you know, at you know, CD Lamb falling to the Cowboys. I mean, if you're right. Jerry Jones, I that you know, being a Cowboy fan, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm definitely happy with the pick. I mean, you know, you, I I re- I remember the Lions
2: doing the same thing every year. Instead of taking need, they would just take the best player that would come their way. I mean, they took, what, Charles Rogers, that wide receiver. They took yep, the Williams. Yep. They were just – even though they didn't need them, but they were just taking yes. them because they're there. And the yes. Cowboys, same thing happened. Lamb came to them. Even though they had serious needs on defense, they took Lamb because it's Lamb. I mean, he's projected one of the best receivers that came out. That they, I mean, I was reading how they're saying he is like – Fits every aspect of a starting top receiver like Hopkins. Um, so definitely, yeah, you got to take him if he's there, which was a shocker. And I, th- I just think it helps. It's going to help uh, Amari Cooper even more, at least for the next year or two. Because it's going to take a little heat off of him. And they're going to have to chase down Lamb to keep him under control. Yeah, I
0: agree. Uh, by 2021, Lamb's going to be the number one there. I don't see Michael Gallup being... The number one. I see him more as a complimentary yeah. wide receiver.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Cooper will be like like the goat says, I believe the same thing. they're gonna do two years of Cooper, and I think Cooper's gonna have a great two years, and then but they're gonna, you know, that contract, they're gonna shop him.
1: Yeah, they'll get good value from Cooper too, because Cooper's gonna be what twenty-seven still, twenty-eight in, in two yeah. years. Of, so he's still yeah, gonna have to do fine. So it was a win-win win-win situation in my opinion for for, for the Cowboys there. Yeah. So, well, how about this? Since we
2: talked about one, of the, that's the only spot. Which receiver that came out you think fell in a terrible place? Not a not a good spot for a receiver to go to, and he was considered great. Who Who do you guys want to throw in there? Ooh. Um, it was just a wasted talent. Like, can't believe he ended there. You might as well just forget it. Jeez. Anybody? Anybody come to mind? Uh,
0: man, that's a hard one trying to I'm uh, trying to look dude that's that's over um, maybe maybe KJ Hamler I don't know like he's a he's a good I don't know if he's going to be able to do anything with the Broncos you, you know it's it's but fu- it's funny you
2: said that 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 was the exact guy I was thinking of uh, cuz he cuz right now he he where he's at I mean you already have uh, um, Melvin
0: Gordon, Noah Fant, uh, Sutton, you already got Jerry Judy that they got and Philip Lindsay. Yeah, so yeah, so I mean, he he fell into
2: a place where it, 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 he might not be able to succeed there. I mean, he might be just uh be there two years, and then next thing you know, he he monsters it somewhere else. He's just I just thought he unless unless he could take hold in there, and it, you know, it's a possibility. But man, I just think that was a that he landed in a bad place that. Um, he's. I think he's sneaky good. He's he's very sneaky good. Oh yeah, he he's got playmaking ability all over it. Yeah, and he's he went to Denver. No
0: knock on his on his talent, just his situation. There's just so much there that I don't I don't see him doing anything right away. Yeah, you know, think about think about
2: this. You know, the Broncos took him because of his speed. Now they don't they don't. He didn't have a forty. He didn't do a forty. In the in the combine, he didn't do a forty even in college, and from what I was uh, reading about, they said um, that uh, Elway said we need to get a forty on this guy. So they took a, they they timed him on a film where he did a he had a ninety yard punt return. They said his forty was three point nine three, and and granted he had a starting run before they clocked the forty. But they said it's still amazing that this guy ran forty yards in three point nine wow.
0: seconds. You know, so this could be almost like a so a that's why they Tyree kill.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing. You can't can't take your eyes off of him. and That's why I think you know, even though it landed in a bad spot, he's just so fast. I mean, he he
1: could contribute. Who knows? He could, you know. Well, you know, be. I think I think at this point last year, I think people were saying the same thing about Marquise Brown. You know what I mean? He he landed with yep. Lamar Jackson, and people were at first saying like, "Oh man, Lamar Jackson." He you know he doesn't he's not accurate this and that, and then you know week one that was pretty much answered and pretty much you know so I think KJ Ke- Hamler, you know. Could be the sneaky good pick, you know, in that offense because, you know, with with Locke, I think in the slot, he's going to be given, you know, opportunities to to be given, you know, like Jason said, he's got world-class speed. I mean, this guy is... I remember him coming out of high school. The, he, he's a Michigan kid, and I mean, this kid was—that's was what his his calling card was. Even then, the kid had game breaking speed. So I think he could be a sneaky good pick. That sort yeah. of sort of like Brian Edwards in, in, yeah. in Oakland has a chance to to really be. Uh, he's a guy that I think, man, honest to God, I I'm not saying that he is, but he has a chance to be. The one that comes out of this rookie class that that really shines. I think I watch his tape and he is man, he is he's at night at like seventeen years old. He was seventeen years old and this dude was breaking out in the SEC and this guy was making people look bad. Seventeen year old. And so I think this guy's got a ton of talent.
2: Oh Um, yes.
1: Ton of upside. And,
2: and, and, you know, and that's the thing for a lot of you guys out there in your, before your rookie drafts is these are some guys that you might be able to get in later rounds, yep. deeper yep. deeper picks for taxi squad. You can save them maybe. You might not get anything out of them in this year, but it could be next year, even the year after. So, I mean, it, that's why we're throwing some of these names at you guys to, uh, you know, we might get an upper hand on somebody in your league because they're not right. listening to us.
0: What?
1: Absolutely. I think, yeah, he's definitely a guy that, I'm targeting mid you know mid-second. He's a guy I'll reach out a little bit if I feel like somebody's gonna take him ahead of me.
2: All right. Um, all right, so now we kind of talked about this, but I wanna I wanna hit just one more time just to get one more little taste of this on, on on Higgins. What do you what do you think of Higgins? Do you think Higgins is there to replace AJ Green?
1: Goat You know, I think where they took him in the draft, I, I, man, I love this pick. I love this this pairing with Joe Burrow. I think absolutely he's in the same situation as Lamb, in my opinion. I think this guy is just waiting right there to be the our, you know wide receiver one in this in an offense that you know I'm a I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. I, I think this guy has the capability to be sort of sort of you know an Andrew Luck type type of quarterback. Ooh. You know, fantasy wise that that can rely, you know, on 300 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, the guy is just a gamer, man. And I think in this offense, they're going to really, 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 you know, centered around Joe Burrow's strength, which is, uh, quite honestly, it's playing quarterback. It's reading defenses. It's shredding the defense. And and I think T. Higgins, man, he's been making plays. He's a playmaker. And what I love about Higgins is he's clutch, man. He, he makes big catches and big moments. And I think he could be, you know, Joe Burrow's. You know, sort of what Nuke was to Watson. I think he could be that—that that really big, you know, you know, target and just that crutch that he has, you know, down the road for a long time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we all pretty much agree because I know definitely uh, that a uh, keeper was talking about, you know, uh, um, Boyd being a good compliment to Higgins because he's he's always going to be a number two. Yeah, I think Boyd's and... like the
1: Gallup. what Gallup was sort of last year. I mean, definitely a solid player and somebody that can reap the benefit. I mean, we've seen, you know, like with Chris Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans, you can have a two receivers be extremely successful. And you know, I think Boyd's another guy. I mean, he's he's very talented, and I think he his his uh, skill set is perfect for being that that second guy. And you know he's still a relevant guy, but I think I don't think he'll ever be that that number one in that offense. All right. So who you got next? Who you uh, got next well, we already kind of hit up
0: on uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on Justin Herbert? Is he taking the starting quarterback job from uh, from Taylor right away, or is he gonna be sitting? I kind of feel like he's gonna. Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, they took him high, but Lynn O. Has also said that he doesn't see Taylor As a bridge quarterback And I don't I mean he's a good backup But I mean he wasn't bad with the Bills yeah, well, But they also well, took Herbert Pretty high up Yeah
2: I I think um, I think that Tyrod Taylor I mean he's never been like the number one I mean every time he's been the number one He always gets supplanted yeah. So I, I really think um, he doesn't. I think he might start the year, but he's not going to finish the year. I think uh, Justin's going to definitely uh, take over down there. So, um, depending on what kind of league you have, either whether it's super flex or two quarterback league, I mean, it's safe to say that you don't need t- Tyrod Taylor. I mean, take Justin and uh, just wait it out. All right. What about Tua?
0: Tua's is taking that job, or are they going to let him sit?
1: What do you think, Goat? I think he earns it, man. I think he comes. I think he. Uh, I think he wins it. You know. I, I. know. You know. With with the uncertainty of the offseason, could definitely be a factor in that. And and if he doesn't, you know, I think that would be the reason why. But but I. You know, in my opinion, man, if he's healthy, I think if he's ready to go and clear it, I, I think you just go with it. I think you go with Tua. You ride. You ride him. You, you drafted him at that spot, and I think. If if like I said medically he clears out I think you just roll with Tua I, I'm a big Tua guy I think Tua's is a lot like Murray I, yeah. I just see a lot of yep. similarities between yep. the two um, and if
2: if you want to take a chance I would take Tua before I took uh,
1: Burrow if you're sitting where you, you 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 can take the risk like that I I agree I think he is an accurate quarterback if when you watch him he is. He's a he's almost like a Steve Youngs, you know, kind of quarterback where he can just, you know, take two steps back and just sling it or just run up the middle, you know, yeah, quick, quick twitch kind of guy. That's why I like him more than Burrow. Kind of fits that, you know, NFL
2: kind of pocket kind of guy. I think, but two right. was just just so elusive. I mean, right. I I, that's what I said he uh, like Kyle Murray. I mean, that's a that's a nice. If you guys anybody has him in your in your draft, keep him forever. But uh Tua just kind of fits that mold, and going to where he's going, I think it's a
0: perfect fit.
2: They have they they put a yeah, it's a yeah. good it's it's going to be a good fit for him to be there because there's some really good players there also, and they you know they they've done a lot to beat the mm-hmm. defense. They've, you know uh, they they they
1: got that they got a decent mind the and they got a good coach tight. They got a great tight end.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love.
1: I'm a big fan of Brian Flores. I think he's he's the right guy to the right guy and the right mindset to, to lead this lead this yeah. organization. You know, but the Belichick tree, right, is, right. It's, so
2: yeah, I agree. I think Tua's. Uh, I don't know. I like Tua. I, I think personally, uh, if I was in a draft and it was Burrow and Tua, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But man, Tua is more leaning towards Tua's ways than it does Burrow. Alrighty. So, um, it'd be tough but
0: what, about what about, e, about Easton? well man he's gonna yeah Eason. I mean he's gonna have to sit for a little bit I don't see I see him more as a project player but I mean I, I think right. he has a good chance to be potentially our future um yeah well th- this is one thing I want to throw out
2: about about this. Is that with that Colts offensive line Think about this, last year Because th- it explains Byron Leftwich and Marlon Mack Why, I think, why the Colts Went and did what they did Because that's such a great offensive line You get somebody like Mack who rushed right. for over a thousand yards But if but Let's say you had Derrick Henry there, or Zico Elliott They would have had maybe Fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred Two thousand yards rushing behind that line so that's why you know they went for Mac and they went and got Taylor because Taylor's gonna be that guy to say, okay, yeah, that's good, yeah, can but I, can, I yeah. can take it to the next
1: level. I can take yeah.
2: it to the next level. Same with, and and and, and same with in um, the, the quarterback situation. they brought up Thuburn's gonna have. I oh think yeah. gonna have a great season. He's keep him up. Thing. Probably I, I probably be the best season. Yeah, the, I think it's gonna be the best season well, he's ever had. But at the same time, somebody like uh, Easton comes in there. That that line might make him look better than what right.
1: he really is. That's what scares. Well, me. I, right, because you know, I think he, his life could be made easier by a, a great rushing game. You know, and and uh, yes. a big receiver like Pittman. Just about to bring him up. We've talked yeah. about
0: um, C.D. Lamb and T. Higgins having perfect spot. I think Michael Pittman has one of the juiciest spots. This guy is amazing. I feel like he's yeah. just going to be a touchdown machine for Philip Rivers. So, so do you do you write off uh, Paris Campbell? I don't. do you I don't think you off? can write him off. We don't no. know what he's Done? No. what he's able to do yet.
1: That's like saying Marquis. Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's way too early. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is with receivers is we see it all the time that, like, you know, a guy like Chris Godwin, I mean, he, you know, his first year, second year, he, you know, he didn't do much. I mean, he showed capability and some of these guys, you know, like with receivers, it just takes time. I mean, it oh, yeah. takes time to adjust to the game and, it's, you know, I,
2: I do got to admit, Keeper got me on that one. I kept, he kept going up, oh, Godwin this, Godwin that. And I was like, come on, man, Godwin's not... I was like, Mike Evans is the guy. I mean, Godwin's not going to be, you know, he's going to be that Tyler Boyd. He's not going to be the A.J. Green of that. And, man, I I do admit I was wrong. I I admit it all the time, man. The keeper called it on me because he was going on about Godwin. And I was like, whatever, dude, whatever you want to do with Godwin. You're wasting (laughs) time. And you were giving me crap about Lamar Jackson,
0: too. (laughs) Don't even play. (laughs) I was was like, man, I should go (laughs) get Jackson. I think it's going to be a great deal. And then, sure enough, I get a deal. The trade Jimmy Garoppolo straight up for Lamar Jackson. And that was like one of the best trades ever I made. I didn't I didn't give you crap. I didn't give you crap about it.
2: I just I'm not I'm not crazy about Lamar Jackson because that dude's gonna get knocked out, man. If you get Michael Vick on the sideline, man. (laughs) He is. That dude that dude is like one one head away from, you know, his arm being twisted behind his back, you know? I mean he's I, I think every everybody's
1: like. one hit away from that. Yeah. yeah,
2: but he's like he's like you know, but running like he is. I yeah. mean he's just he's, he's. That's what happened. Michael Vick was running around. I mean, great. And what happened Boom! Man, he gets killed. You had Randall, uh, um, um, uh, the Philadelphia quarterback. With oh. uh, Randall Cunningham. No, yeah, Randall Cunningham. Cunningham. Same thing. That dude was running. He was like this, the NFL. I never seen nothing like this guy. And he's out there. And he's out there running around. What happens? He's got he get both of his knees blown out, you know, in two back to back seasons. So uh, that's what I mean. Lamar Jackson's great, but man, he keeps running. He's he's gonna
1: get he's gonna get hit. He's gonna get killed out there. Yeah, so I think gonna, I think they'll shift the offense, you know, over time to to fit that, you know. I think yeah. a guy like J.K. Dobbins will make life easier for you know on on yeah. Lamar. You Jackson. know, you know, you were talking
2: about Dobbins to me the other day. Remember, I was just kind of like, I'm not I'm not really crazy about Dobbins and. You know, because I was making that reference to how, you know, Travis Homer and Dallas was over there. And you were saying, well, look at, you know, look at Zeke and, and, and with Weber and then and, and, and Weber with Dobbins. And then it was like, and then I didn't know this, but if you if you look at the stats, this is an amazing thing. And I checked out because I got interested in Dobbins. I wanted to look at him. Did you know that he did more than Zico Elliott did? In college? As far as career goes, career? Yeah, in college there. He said that, one, that one year he did. Dobbins did more in that year than than Zeke did that year. In his last year in there. I was blown away. You Look at it. I'm telling you. I'm not making it up. Look at it. Dobbins did better than Zeke. And and, and I think it's... For anybody out there, I think he, he got misplaced. Like, people didn't catch it. People aren't seeing that... He did better than Zeke than his and his year there That he did That he had Dobbins In one year I'm not saying the whole Ezekiel Elliott You know Career College Bell- career Just that mm-hmm. one That junior year That one year His junior year Did better than Zeke Did his junior year So yeah Put a pin in that Or whatever you want to do Put it in the back burner Save it Man that's some gold nuggets For you guys out there listening Dobbins did better In Zeke his junior
0: year Man- So so I don't. Dobbins well, is I, get hyped up I, I do right have now. Dobbins, I mean, Dobbins... number three for me. I got Clyde edwards slayer one, yeah. Taylor two, and Dobbins at three. So. Uh,
2: I don't know, man. After seeing that stat and seeing all that, for me, this sound might sound crazy, but I think Dobbins just jumped into my number one spot. Just seeing that and knowing how, the that um. Uh, the Ravens right. like to run. Well you
0: still got Mark and Ingram. And Dobbins,
2: there. I mean Yeah, which I think and I think it does good for Mark Ingram. It's gonna it's gonna definitely extend his career for sure. Having Dobbins there.
1: I think the but, one thing that holds Dobbins back from from being that, that top one or two spot for me is uh, I, I saw a stat that Lamar Jackson throws to running backs literally last in the NFL. It was like ten percent of of all plays or all passes he throws to running backs. So I think for she me, that's, Mark Andrews. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was just being No, Mark. yeah, I, Andrew, but Mark. I think Andrew's that's for me why I think you know what holds me back from holding to that spot because I think I think I love the fit. I think he's a perfect fit for that offense, but. With a guy like Taylor, I think they're going to just completely center their offense around him. I think he's a guy that can can be, you know, easy, you know, 1,400, 1,500 yards rushing. And I yeah. think, you know, people say, you know, oh, he didn't catch passes. But, dude, Wisconsin don't even <laughs> throw him 30 fifteen, to be honest. So, you, right. know, right. uh, right. you know, I look and he, he caught 22 passes. His, uh, senior, or, uh, his senior year And yep. I looked I And Melvin, to say, Gordon, Melvin Gordon didn't even... He only Dude he only Caught like 25 yeah. career passes At Wisconsin And he had a great PPR career You know While yeah. at, at In the Chargers well, So you know I think Taylor and and C E H are just guys that are primed for that P P R yeah. role, pretty they, much guaranteed. I, I you know Taylor, you could say what you want, but I think they you know he's gonna get yeah. it right, and he's a guy that's well, gonna he's gonna well, get but it
2: the, right. my my only thing with Taylor is is that it's just because I can't see the Colts moving on from Hines yet because last year Hines was in as a catching back as a, not not a running but as a right, catching. Right, He was oh, one, yeah. of top, well, is one of the top. Was that because of match or that dude has Hines. great hands? Well, I think, well, because Hines can catch. Hines is, you know, I haven't, I haven't checked the stats. He, he, was, how he, did he was a good catching. receiving Everybody back. He,
0: when when they were, when Hines and Wilkins came out, Hines was more looked as the receiving back and Wilkins was more of the ground and pound guy. So, I mean, he was good. Mm-hmm. Hines was good in college with the receiving. So it, just, it doesn't surprise me that he's being utilized, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, is he being utilized so much because of Mac not being able to do it? Or is it because they like Heinz? Yeah, Mac Mike
2: can't Mike Mac isn't a great catcher. So that's definitely, you know, Heinz doing. So um, but yeah, I, I mean this is this is that's some good juicy stuff, guys, definitely. But so who's the who in the lower draft, you know, maybe late first or even mid-second round running back that could possibly fall into that area that would be worth getting. You might, you know, obviously nobody's gonna unless you got the top picks. You're not gonna get Dobbins. You're not gonna get Taylor. You're not gonna get. How about
1: Keyshawn Vaughn? C H with the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, and I just think think if he falls to that, you know, mid second, I think you can definitely call it, call it that. But
2: that's a steal. But I don't think yeah. he's going to fall that far. Yeah, I'm thinking pick.
1: Zach Moss, and only only yes. if, only yep, if there's an injury, you know, to Devin. I think even with Devin, I think the dude can become, you know, flex worthy. But if they're, you know, to to both Singletary and Moss, I think, man, if 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 Singletary goes down, man, Moss is a guy. With traits that yep. can be three down back, and he can be I a really dominant like runner, man, and and he's a guy that I mean, you know, if Singletary's there, to yep. me Singletary, he's a stud. He's a playmaker, and he's gonna always have a role. Maybe like a Tariq Cohen style, but man, if Moss can get a hold of that,
0: he's you a know, beast. Where
1: he has to yep. force them to keep him on the field. I mean, dude, he has definitely three down. Yes, uh, dynasty. You know, yes. top ten yeah. potential. You know. It's
2: Here's here's a here's a good late second guy that I think has maybe not this year but next year I think he he could be somebody who might be saying oh man he's in the top ten running yeah. backs
1: is that McFarlane? yeah um, uh, for yeah Steelers. I think he definitely has an opportunity and I, I think I think the Steelers are ready to you know to to let some other people try to make some plays because Connor's just a guy that you you know I, I, in my opinion they're pretty much I think they're done with him I, you know even though you know they didn't draft a running back high I th- and I thought Pittsburgh was a spot that I wanted to see a Jonathan Taylor or a um a DeAndre Swift to go to because I think that was just you know just the perfect spot for them but uh McFarland has a chance man if he gets in that offense man we saw with Le'Veon Bell and James yeah. Potter when he was you know healthy and and, and rolling man that's a PPR machine right yeah. there and the way, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, just like Phillip Rivers, is not a, you know, those those guys that don't run it, they just, they're not afraid to just dump it off to that running back. So he's definitely got some potential. I think if you're yeah. sitting there at the 208 spot, I'm, you know, I think you, you definitely snatch yeah. him up. Now, now the only, the only no. downside of McFarland, though, is he's not a big guy. Yeah, he's a 198 or something
2: like yeah, that. He's right? like five, yeah, he's like 5'8 or 5'9. I know he's not a big guy. For I mean, which I'm five, I'm five nine, so I feel like I'm a big guy. But in NFL, man, you got you know you got defensive tackles and defensive ends that are, you know, six two, you know, two eighty, man. So you're getting crushed. But still, I mean, he's not, he's not. That's the only knock I have on him. But I think him falling down and be able to grab him in the mid to late second round, man, it's a, it's a steal, I think. But you got to sit on. Well, him how first. about this guy? Oh, you he, could probably wide a, receiver. Uh, yeah. You could
0: probably find in the late second. Um, Chase Claypool.
2: Oh God, yeah. I I've heard a, I've been hearing so much about him. I don't I think he's don't gonna think, last. Time. I don't think he's gonna. He, he's dropping to the third. He's. Yeah, 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 yeah That's why I, I say was, mid was second round. Lace, He goes. Oh okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, definitely for sure, man. I mean, possibly.
0: I think. I mean, if you could snatch him in the beginning of the of the, the second, I mean, I think he's worth it. Let me he's let me throw reach. this name at you. How fast do you think Jalen Regar is going to make it to the starting lineup?
1: I think he starts pretty much day one. Yeah, with Philadelphia for sure. I think so. I mean, do you? I mean, nobody else
0: can stay healthy. I mean, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside showed that he couldn't even do anything. The only person that really showed anything towards the end of the season Uh was Greg Ward.
1: So, Uh yeah. Yeah, and Jalen Rager is a a big step up, you know, to that. So, Yeah. He's definitely a guy in a situation that, man, I mean, he's in that category of guys that could you could arguably say that could end up as wide receiver one at the end of the year. Uh-huh. fan rookie wise
2: uh-huh. um
1: oh here's another running
2: back also that i'm not saying he could take anything but he's he's decent and where he came out of and what he done and the way he runs he's an inside runner and so he can bring something a, a dynamic to this team that because the runners they have are usually been going outside then this guy's an interior runner and that's that that uh, Joshua Kelly for the the Chargers yeah. from UCLA. Yeah, UCLA yeah. I, I think he's another sneaky guy that you can, you know, I mean, for me, he's a good third-round pickup. I mean, he's not going to take, I don't think he's going to take Aker's job, you know, this year anytime soon, but I, I believe given opportunities, he's definitely going to be able to grab that second, that, you know, be that second spot and, you know, get some play time and who knows, maybe grind it a little bit, but I mean, I, I watched a little bit on him and he he does he does great on the inside because you know Acres and Melvin Gordon were what outside catching backs these guys that go out catch the ball you know they wasn't the, that interior yeah. ground and pound kind of guy and Joshua Kelly is he he, he can get in there and the inside and pound that ball so I think he, he's gonna have he's gonna get some touchdowns he's gonna definitely get some work on the inside so I think I
1: think too Lamichael Pirine mm-hmm. he's just, he's another guy I think that kind of fits that mold but. You know, he's a man, a great, great talent, great running back and has got this size. And, and, you know, if you're willing to sit on him and, and, you know, know, take take him in the late second or so. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, may even fall quite a bit further than that, that, you know, you could snatch up and, you know, in that offense, that's rebuilding and could be definitely a lot better. And, you know, next year. Uh, with Le'Veon Bell, I don't think they're they're in love with him. You know, I think he's you know he's probably got another year there or so. But Lamichael Piran to me is another guy that kind of could fall in your draft and you know snatch him up and sit on him and possibly have a you know really good wide receiver. Room.
0: I'm really loving is Denzel Mims yeah. with the Jets. If I can get him in the second, I definitely would like to jump on him just because he doesn't really he doesn't have anybody to compete with. With the Jets, I mean they got Quincy and Noonwall who can't stay healthy. Um, Jamison Crowder, who's more of that you know slot closer guy. And I think Denzel Mims can easily um, connect up with Sam Darnold and be um, his main guy.
2: Uh mm-hmm. Well, and here's here's a here's another sneaky running back I want to throw in real quick because I know we're pressed for time. Um, that I. He, I can't believe he slipped all the way, what, sixth, seventh round? He yeah.
0: Got,
2: uh, was that uh, Eno Benjamin.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because he was he's a good he has good hands. I mean, he caught, you know, for over what six hundred mm-hmm. yards, whatever in his in his two years. Yeah. yeah. Seven like seventy plus catches and then he rushed in for for twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. He had over almost three thousand yards rushing and like twenty plus touchdowns. And and, you know, and to be in Arizona, you know, yeah. he kind of reminds me of the David Johnson because he, he can run, he can catch, and and I'm not a Drake fan by any anyway, means. I might really know I'm, saying. And I'm not. I'm not a big Drake fan, and I think, you know, you know, just I think he's gonna surprise some people. So he's definitely somebody if you can grab, you know, he might be another good fourth uh, fourth round, one another fourth rounder that might, might fall in there that you can snatch up and taxi him, put him in your taxi squad, or or sit on him. To see if Drake's a real deal, because Drake has not had a full season real deal with the Cardinals yet. He got in, came in, and you know, towards the end of the season, and picked it up. So it'll be interesting yeah, to yeah. see.
0: Um, um, let me throw we one got anybody more player out there, um, and then we can uh, reconvene next week. Henry Ruggs or Byron Edwards, GOAT? You said you said you like Byron Edwards, but who would I mean which one?
1: Uh, you know, I mean I think rugs obviously if you know, I'm not I'm not drafting Edwards over rugs, you know, as far as I mean like long term you know, for do you value think if, if have I'm sitting there career at the end of the if first If you week? had a draft, you know,
0: knowing that one is gonna be better, who you think it's gonna be? Because if you're going to get rugs, you're going
1: to have to pay a high cap. I'm going to call. Right, right. Yeah, I think that it's a no-brainer for me. I think, uh, you know, I, for value, dude, I think definitely Edwards. I think Edwards has a chance to be that guy. Uh, you know, still hasn't even reached his potential. Uh, you know, I'm going to say for value, definitely I'm going. With what about Edwards. you, Jay?
0: Huh.
2: Well, um... I think you know what what really uh, brought out uh, Rugs was um, if, I, if I, my understanding was that he you know his his skill set with his his speed and and everything that he w- he was doing I, I just feel like I mean I like I, I, I like Rugs but you're not gonna get Rugs unless you're up high Edwards is a better value. You know, you're gonna be able to. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's at a reasonable place, so in in our reality, I, I, I agree with the goat. Um, he he is the he's gonna be the the, the better value because you're not gonna have to give a lot to get him, especially long run. So Henry Ruggs is just gonna be outrageously expensive from the get go, and I think you can get the same or more value with with uh, Brian with. Uh,
0: Let me throw this at at you. How much does Ruggs and Edwards affect Waller's production for
1: 2020? I say too much. Yeah, I think I think Waller is still primed to be, you know, possibly still the target leader. You know, I think he is solidified, especially if Derek Carr is playing. I mean, I think there's definitely a rapport between those two and. You know, if anything, I I think I agree with him. I think he could see an uptick in in, at least the same, you know, definitely not a drop off. I think, if anything, Rugs makes that's what that's the one thing that he does is he's going to make life easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean everybody. He's definitely that Tyreek Hill, you know, world-class speed. And so that's probably why, you know, a guy like Edwards could be the one that reaps the benefits because they're going to have to to devote a safety to to so where the almost Ruggs like a Chris Godwin situation. situation, you know, Devin, you know huh? nickel back and Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> man,
2: we still missed out on a Yeah, with Waller,
1: there. I mean, you know, he's he's another guy who's basically he's converted receivers, so you you know you can't double him up. But he's a guy. He's he, he runs you know at four or five range, you know, at his size. You know, he either way, he you know he's just a mismatch. Yeah. Well, man, it was really good doing the
2: cast with you guys. We we missed out. No, we didn't miss out. We just didn't have enough. There's just not enough time to. I mean, because we, we could talk all day about this, but man. You know, we got to try to keep it condensed in a small, uh, small time. But uh, for sure, we didn't get up through all the, the rookies. But, man, it was uh, I hope everybody out there really got some gold nuggets that they can save mine with and and, and try to uh, win their drafts. So and when, again, commissioners, wait to do your rookie drafts
0: just to okay. see about the
2: supplemental draft
0: your good knowledge and I hope that you'll be able to come on a show again another time.
1: Oh yeah, go. You gotta you gotta come You're back, come back next week. appreciate it, man. It was uh, it was awesome. All right. All right. Uh, yeah man All right, let's guys. plan it. Well, let's well, you do heard it. it. All right. We're gonna be it. back
0: next week. We're gonna dive in. Um, some more rookies. I mean a lot of great nuggets here, supplemental drafts, some news pieces. Um, real quick, a little piece did come out. Um, Carol did say that Penny is most likely going to be starting on the pup list. So, I thought so. Yeah, they said he won't probably be ready to week weeks week
2: six. So, Homer and Dallas are going to have to battle out. Yeah. To be behind, all right, guys. Uh, well, I appreciate Carson. everybody
0: listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. All right. Take care.